Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Autobots, transform! And knowing is half the battle. What's up, Retroverse, and welcome to another episode of Masters of the Retroverse. I am your host, Adam, and uh, yeah, I've been away for a little while, but uh, been got some things working uh, in the background and, you know, revamping the show a little bit. we got some exciting stuff coming for the show, and uh, just wanted to get a new episode out there before all the all that fun stuff hits, just to kind of let you guys know what's going on and, and kind of get up to date. I mean, I've been gone for a while, and... There's been a lot of stuff that's happened uh, in the Retroverse, and it's pretty exciting. Um, it's been a pretty fun year with, uh, you know, the Mi- the Mi- Mitomo uh, app from Nintendo, you know, their first app, and which was a disaster, terrible, 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 um, to the new NES Mini Classic, whatever you call it, um, to... A new Mario Brothers app. I mean, there's all kinds of fun stuff that's going on. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's going to be a, a good 2017, I think, for, for the show and uh, <clears throat> for Retroverse in general. And I guess to start it all off, the first big announcement that we have is a new co-host coming to the show. Um, he's a permanent co-host. Uh, my son AJ will still be stepping in. And recording shows with me because that's a lot of fun to do. Um, I really like getting his take on a lot of the stuff that I enjoyed as a kid and kind of seeing from his retrospect or his perspective what he thinks about toys and games and all that good stuff. Now, um, but the new co-host is a longtime friend of mine. Like we've been friends since I guess I was probably seven or eight years old. We grew up in the same neighborhood. Um, he grew up just on the other side of the of the the block, you know, back when we had blocks, and um, you know, known him for years, and he's a super good friend of mine. And, you know, his name is Brandon, and I think he's going to bring a lot of good stuff to the show. Uh, he's a, a collector as well. Uh, he likes a lot of the same stuff. He's he's a few years a few years older than me, so it's kind of it's going to be kind of cool to get, um, like. Not he's not like uh, really like a full generation ahead of me. He's only like four or five years older, but he kind of fell into the same uh, timeline, I guess, as I did to my little brother, who is like I think five or six years younger than me. Um, where you know he he was a little early for the Nintendo age. He was more into the Atari stuff, um, but. 
he also, you know, he was really into Star Wars, which he still is. He collects the Star Wars stuff. He collects um, the the Muscle Men, which he's really into. Um, and I think he's going to be a good addition to the show. Uh, you might have seen him. He's been posting stuff on the Facebook page. I made him, made him an admin so he can kind of help me out with that. And um, I found that doing a solo show... It's kind of hard to do. I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's tough. I don't like sitting here talking to myself uh, like I am now and pretending that I'm talking to somebody. It's a lot easier to do a sh- uh, podcast where you, know, you can actually talk to the other person and have that back and forth. It's just a lot easier. Um, there's a lot of podcasters out there that are really good at it, and hats off to them because they I've have so much respect for somebody that can sit down and do a solo podcast uh you know like uh like pat country um you know uh pat the nes punk he's he does that he'll sit down and do a two hour long show uh when ian's not available and it's amazing i mean it's uh, I, i don't know how he does it i can't do it though so i think to keep the show going i had to bring on a co host to kind of help me out so um but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what we have lined up. So we're going to bring him in. The first show is going to be with him. It's going to be just kind of an introduction. Let you guys get to know him a little bit. Uh, some of his background, some of the things that he's into, some of the things he collects. And uh, we'll just kind of go back and forth. I think it's I think it's going to be a great addition to the show. Um, the other thing is I'm really excited about this. I, I just got this set up uh, just a couple days ago. And I was... It's the first week of first week of December, and um, when I'm recording this, and this weekend I'm going to be going to the toy show uh, right here in St. Louis. The one that I go to, they have it every couple months, and uh, that's where I get all my collectibles. It's kind of like a flea market, kind of slash Comic Con slash. I mean, it's a little bit of everything. I mean, they've got vintage toys and games to some newer stuff uh, they have comic book artists there they have um, they have some celebrities show up uh, last the last one they we had they had the um, the guy that played Eddie Munster and it was that was kind of cool to see him um, they've had pro wrestlers in there and it, it's kind of a smaller venue um, but man the place really packs in and they have tons tons of vendors too. So it's 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 a really good time. But anyway, what I'm getting at is is I actually set up a interview with uh, Dan Erdley, which is Pixel Dan. Uh, you may know him from his YouTube channel. If you haven't, go check him out. I mean, he, he's got some really awesome. Pretty much what he does is he reviews toys. Now, a lot of the toys that he reviews are newer toys. Uh, you'll notice that majority of the stuff that he that he interview or that he reviews is. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff, and he does a lot of the newer He-Man stuff. Um, but it's still really cool, and the guy is a collector himself. And I tell you what, I've—he was at the last toy show that I was at, and I got to just kind of talk to him and and uh, just kind of hang out with him for a few minutes. And he is hands down the nicest guy. Like what you see on his YouTube channels and what you hear on his podcast. I mean, that's legitimately how he is. He's not putting on an act. The guy is always smiling, and he's always laughing, and he just puts off this really, really good vibe. You know, uh, he's a really cool guy. So I'm excited to actually do an interview 
for the show. You know, when I met him last time, like I said, the place was packed, and I just kind of walked up and said, you know, looked at because he he was there, he was a vendor, he was selling some of the stuff that he had. Um, just kind of went up and just really just kind of talked to him, you know. Uh, but uh, it was only for just a just a few minutes, and uh, I had to get on about my thing there. Uh, but he he um. I hit him up when I found out that he was coming back, and I asked him for an interview, and he said, yeah, sure, so it's going to be really cool to actually get him on the show, and uh, I've got some cool questions for him, um, and uh, you know, if anybody out there has any questions that you want me to ask him, uh, just hit me up on the Facebook page, or Facebook page is facebook.com slash MOTRetroverse, um, and just post them there, and I'll, I'll get them out to him, so I'm really excited about that, but um but yeah, well, we're going to take a break real quick, and I'll come back, and we'll talk about some of the other stuff that uh, that I've missed over the last few months, and just kind of cover that and what my opinions are of it. So, we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah! Oh, this town's changed. We switched it around. Now we're playing cops and robbers. You'll be the robber. Okay. The new Hot Wheels USA Builder Set, Sheriff Patrol Car, Camaro V28, sold separately. It's going up. You have to put the set together, and you can change it around. Hey, wasn't there a road here? Hot Wheels USA Builder Set, not for use with Hot Wheels hauler. Hot Wheels cars sold separately. New from Mattel. So the first thing that popped up on my news feed at some point, I don't remember, it's, it's been a while, but uh, the fact that they're making a Tetris movie, that's right, a Tetris, like, live-action movie. Now, this is getting ridiculous. <clears throat> they got Mario, they got Sonic, they've got all these other characters, which I've said in the past, I don't agree on the making full-featured films of any of these because they never do well. They had a Ratchet and Clank movie that just <clears throat> came out this past summer that I just talked about, and it did terrible. So they're going to take a game that has no character whatsoever, and they're going to make a live-action, full-featured film out of it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Let's do that. Let's waste $80 million is what this is what the, uh, the they budgeted for this film. And it's a film that uh, it's supposed to be a sci-fi thriller. <clears throat> there again, I'd be interested, more interested in seeing, not necessarily seeing the movie, but <clears throat> seeing how they're going to do this with this movie. Uh, a, movie or a movie about, made from a game of blocks. It just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Um, and according to a website, the movie is going to be co-produced uh by a company in China and then the US and the US, I'm sorry uh, under Threshold Global Studios and uh, Mortal Kombat producer Larry Kasanoff so don't you think that they should have used a teamed up with uh, a Russian company since you know Tetris is <laughs> from Russia basically um yeah, and there's no really details about the plot or anything other than the fact that it's just supposed to be a sci-fi thriller movie uh, of Tetris. I mean, you know, they did it on, I guess they did the a, a movie from the game, the board game, Battleship, 
and uh, I guess maybe they're going to kind of take off of that and kind of do the same thing. I don't know. I was kind of uh, kind of blown away when I heard that, and I'm very intrigued to see what comes of it. So the next thing that's come up, and it's actually very, very recent news, it's actually news that hasn't really even occurred yet, is the Nintendo's release of their second app. Uh, the first app was the Miitomo, which, like I mentioned uh, a few minutes ago, was a absolute disaster. Um, I downloaded it just out of curiosity. I really didn't like it. Uh, I had a couple friends that were on it, and nobody really did anything with it. It was, seemed like it was Nintendo's way of trying to make like uh, their own Facebook or their own type of social media. Um, but this this next one is uh, coming coming out is very very exciting because it's the Super Mario Brothers Run. Uh, which will feature Mario, and it seems to me like it's going to be one of the the games, like they have a Sonic game, or the uh, if you ever played the Temple Run games, except for, I believe, it looks like it's going to be side-scrolling instead of, like, you know, uh, you know backwards-facing, um, which is really cool. I mean, and honestly, I mean, basically all they're doing is they're controlling the left and right, which there is no left, there's just the right. You run, and then you can play with one hand I believe that was kind of their idea was you can play the game with one hand you just tap on the screen I guess to make them jump and, and do all kinds of crazy stuff and they've been really kind of hush hush about what the game about any gameplay or anything like that haven't really even seen anything much about it um, just yesterday actually I saw the the trailer for the game uh, it was a two minute long trailer um, and I was a little little disappointed in the trailer because there again it showed absolutely no gameplay uh, the the trailer was two minutes of people people live action running and jumping to this crazy background music they had playing um, and then at the very end you see Mario like the last five seconds of the trailer Mario comes in jumps around you hear the little boing boing music he grabs a couple coins, he grabs the flag and sli- flagpole and slides down it. Um, I mean, if if I had no idea of anything about this app coming out, the only reason I do is because I found it several months ago uh, when iTunes announced that it was coming out. And you can actually uh, there's there's a, a place on the in the app store that you can click on it to get updates on the uh, or when it comes out, it'll notify you basically. So. But if I had no idea otherwise that this game was coming out and I saw that commercial, I would kind of be turned off by it. It really has. It didn't seem like it had anything to do with the app except for the whole Mario thing at the end. So, but anyway, uh, that's coming out. Like I said, this is the first week of, of December when I'm recording this. And the app, the game, is due to release on the 15th. So that's just, uh, just a few days away and I'm really excited about it. Uh, I'm anxious to see how they're going to do any sort of revenue, if there's going to be any, like, coin packs that you can buy, or, you know, like like a lot of the games do nowadays. Uh, you know, it's a free game, quote-unquote free game, um, but then you have in-app, per- in-app purchases that you can make um, to kind of help you along in the game, further along, um, all that good stuff, so... I will have a full review of the game probably on the next episode. 
Uh, once we get Brandon, I gotta get. I'm, I'm still working on getting his audio stuff set up. And we're not gonna be recording live face to face, but I'm helping him set up the audio for Skype and all that stuff. So that way, it's 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 a good quality sound uh, for all you listeners. So once we get that set up, that'll probably be part of the of the first of his first episode is talking about that with a full review. Um, plus we'll have the uh, Pixel Dan interview along with that. Um, and uh, yeah, the other thing that's come about and it's it's been all over podcasts and everybody's talking about it is the new NES Classic, which is the NES, the micro-sized um, NES that's preloaded with 30 games. Um I think it's a really cool thing to do. I, I really do. Uh, for people who don't collect, I think it's a great thing. You know, you got your average Joe that hasn't really even thought about a Nintendo in 20 or 30 years. He can go to the store and buy this. It's preloaded with 30 games. He can sit down and just play it. Um, for somebody like me who is a collector, I probably won't get one. I really don't even have any interest in getting one. Um, because, number one, I have access to an emulator on my computer that I can play any of the games that I want at any time. Um, and, but to me, that kind of takes the fun out of the collecting thing. Um, but what, what really bothers me about this thing, and it happens every year at Christmas with the hottest item, is the price gouging. These people are buying this thing because they're limited quantities and Nintendo I believe they did this on purpose limited quantities people are buying these things for the 60 bucks and they're turning around and selling them on Craigslist on the Facebook buy sell trades on eBay for anywhere from 200 to 500 dollars which is just absolutely ridiculous I mean you don't need this thing to play these games there are emulators available um there are there are other ways of playing these games other than spending five hundred dollars. And not only that, but they're gonna they're making more. The limited the, the quantities are only limited for that first shipment. Basically, um, these things are gonna be there's gonna be plenty of these things in stores uh, in the next week or two, probably before Christmas. Um, now they may not be as hard to find or they may be harder to find before Christmas but what I would do if I were you if you're looking to get somebody the the, the NES Classic is just give them an IOU give them a coupon or whatever you know stating that you know here I'm giving you the NES Classic and buy it after Christmas these things are going to be all over the stores after Christmas and there's going to be tons of people out there. You know they're going to feel stupid because they spent 500 bucks on this thing that's worth 60 bucks, And it's not even going to be worth that in two or three months. You know, all the hype's going to be gone. It's not like you can... It's not like a, an Xbox or a PlayStation where you can take it in and you can sell it to uh, GameStop or V-Stock and, and get any money out of it. They have no interest. There, there's going to be no... Um, recyclable uh, interest in these things, you know? I mean, you might have the scraggler here and there uh, that may want one. you probably see them on Craigslist, but I guarantee in six months you're going to see these things on Craigslist and eBay 
going for thirty or forty bucks. I mean, that's just the way. It's just the way it's going to be. So don't don't fall prey to these these people that that are price gouging. And the only reason they do it is because people buy it. People they know that people are going to pay it. So fight the system and don't buy them. Um, there, I, I I was watching YouTube the other day, and there was a guy on there that showed how you can make one uh, out of a Raspberry Pi for like thirty bucks. And he goes step by step on how to how to do it. You don't have to be a computer engineer to learn how to do it. He gives you the programming. You take the ro- you take the Raspberry Pi and you program it um, with the program that he gives you or the the link that he gives you, and you set it up on a on a uh, uh, HDMI. And you can plug it. And what he did was he actually he actually put it into a NES cartridge. So go to uh, go go to any uh, like V Stock or any of the places that sell the classic NES games and go buy the cheapest game they got. You can pick them up for like two or three bucks. Take the case apart, and then you've got the case. And I think it's a really cool idea because you can you can plop that thing down and plug a controller into it, a USB controller. And plug it into any HDMI, a computer monitor, a TV, or anything, and you can play these things. The problem with the with the NES uh, Classic is that the thing is number one is tiny, um, but number two, the cord on the controllers are like two foot long. So you have to have the thing sitting right in front of you. And they've actually said that they want you to have it sitting close to you because the reset button and the power button are how you go through how you get into the menu to play the games so if you have it sitting across the room then you have to get up every time you want to change the game to push the button and scroll through it not to mention 9, nine out of 10 people have their TVs now hanging up on a wall mine in my living room is is hanging up above the fireplace and an H, to have that thing stretched out you know I'd have to have a long HDMI cord because it goes to the wall some people don't have it where it goes into the wall it actually goes straight to the TV so you got to get a 20, 10, 15, 20-foot HDMI cable to be able to sit back on your couch and actually play this thing with it right in front of you. Um, now, I have seen that uh, 8-Bit, though, who makes uh, a, a really, really great NES uh, wireless controller. It's a Bluetooth controller. They have them in the, in the classic NES style, the square style. They have the Super NES style, um, and they have like three or four other different ones. They've actually just released a an adapter for the uh, NES Classic to where their controllers will work. Great idea. I'm glad to hear that they're on it. They seem like a really great company. They've got some really good products. I'm actually um, I'm actually going to be ordering their NES uh, the the NES Classic not NES Classic but their Classic NES style controller soon for my NES uh, just because there again I have to have an adapter, an extension for my NES controllers and I have to run along the, the carpet, you know, to back to the couch where I sit and play my games. So, um, so yeah, so anyway, there, there are other ways around, other ways around the uh, NES Classic. So, you know, do some research if you really want to play the games. And honestly, the, the, the whole fun of it is collecting these games, going out, going to the stores, going to the toy shows, um, and just beating these people. Haggling them, haggling them with them about the pricing, you know, and uh, you know it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I've I've met a lot of neat people. Um, I've got some great deals on stuff that, 
you know, like if I were to look on eBay, it would be outrageous. You know, I picked up one of the NES Advantage, the the, the big joystick controller. Those things on on eBay are going for anywhere from thirty to sixty bucks at least. Um, I found one at the la- at one of the toy shows uh, in the box with everything in it with the manual for twenty five bucks. So I highly recommend looking into seeing if there's any type of those shows or anything in your area, or even it's well worth it if you're a collector to travel. Um, I know guys that that come in from Illinois uh, to St. Louis. Uh, you know, they'll drive across the state from Kansas City to St. Louis to go to this toy show, and uh, it's a really neat thing. Like I said, I've met a lot of people, and I have a lot of fun doing it. So, uh, so that's kind of my rant. You know, I'm going to go ahead and end the show. Uh, I've been going on and on for 20 or so minutes. Um, like I said, I just wanted to kind of fill you guys in on what's going on with the show. Uh, what's to come and uh, I'm, 2017 is going to be a, a great year for this show I just know it we've got some great interviews lined up um, like I said we're meeting a lot of neat people and we're going to it's going to be a lot of fun we're, we're going to start having fun with this show again and I hope you guys are going to enjoy listening to it so uh, hit me up uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash MOT Retroverse you can find me on Twitter at MOT Retro and uh, that's about it guys so until next time we will see you then and remember there's nothing wrong with living in the past Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.